Hello and welcome to Stories Mother Told. For today's story, we'll be taking a trip all the way to Ghana. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let me take you back to Africa. Today's story is titled Obeng and the Thieving Antelope. There once lived upon the earth a poor man called Obeng, whose wife was named Awusi. This unfortunate couple had suffered one trouble after another. No matter what they took in hand, misfortune seemed to lie in wait for them. Nothing they did ever met with success. They became so poor that at last they could scarcely obtain a cloth with which to cover themselves. Finally, Obeng thought of a plan which many of his neighbors had tried and found successful. He went to a wealthy farmer who lived nearby and offered to hew down several of his palm trees. He would then collect their sap to make palm wine. When this should be ready for the market, his wife would carry it there and sell it. The proceeds would then be divided equally between the farmer, Obeng and Awusi. When he had laid this proposal before the farmer, the farmer was quite willing to agree to it. Not only so, but he granted Obeng a supply of earthen pots in which to collect the sap as the miserable man was far too poor to buy any. In great delight, Obeng and his wife set to work. They cut down the trees and prepared them, setting the pots underneath to catch the sap. Before morning, on the market day, Obeng set off with a lit torch to collect the wine and prepare it for his wife to take into the town. She was almost ready to follow. To his great distress, on arriving at the first tree, instead of finding his earthen pot filled with the sweet sap, he saw it lying in pieces on the ground, the wine all gone. He went on to the second and the third trees, but there and at all the others, the same thing happened. His wife, in high spirits and ready for the market, joined him at this moment. She saw at once by his face that some misfortune had again befallen them. Sorrowfully, they examined the mischief and agreed that some wicked person had stolen the wine and then broken the pot to hide the theft. Awusi returned home in despair, but Obeng set to work once more. He fetched the second supply of pots and placed them all ready to catch the sap. On his return the next morning, he found that the same behavior had been repeated. All his wine was again stolen and his pots in fragments. He had no resource but to go to the farmer and tell him of these fresh misfortunes. The farmer proved to be very kind and generous and gave orders that Obeng might have as many pots as he should require. Once more, the poor fellow returned to the palm trees and set his pots ready. This third attempt, however, met with no better results than the previous two. Obeng went home in despair. His wife was of the opinion that they should just give up trying to overcome their evil misfortunes. It was quite evident that they could never attain success. The husband, however, determined that at least he would find and punish the culprit, if that was possible. Accordingly, he bravely set his pots in order for the last time. When night came, he remained on guard among the trees. Midnight passed and nothing happened. But towards two o'clock in the morning, a dark form glided past him to the nearest palm tree. A moment after, he heard the sound of a breaking pot. He moved towards the form. On approaching it, he found that the thief was a bush antelope, carrying on its head a large jar, into which it was pouring the wine from Obeng's pot. As it emptied them, it threw them carelessly on the ground, breaking them in pieces. Obeng ventured a little nearer, 
intending to seize the culprit. The latter, however, was too quick for him and escaped, dropping his great pot on the ground as he ran. The antelope was very fleet, but Obeng had fully determined to catch him, so he followed. The chase continued over many miles until midday arrived, at which time they had reached the bottom of a high hill. The antelope immediately began to climb, and Obeng, though almost tired out, still followed. Finally, the summit of the hill was reached, and there Obeng found himself in the midst of a great gathering of quadrupeds. The antelope, panting, threw himself on the ground before King Leopard. His majesty commanded that Obeng should be brought before him to be punished for his intrusion into such a serious meeting. Obeng begged for a hearing before they condemned him. He wished to explain fully his presence there. King Leopard, after consulting with some of the other animals, agreed to listen to his tale. Thereupon, Obeng began the tale of his unfortunate life. He told how one trial after another had failed, and how finally he had thought of the palm wine. He described his feelings on discovering the first theft, after all his labor. He related his second, third, and fourth attempts, with the result of each. He then went on to tell of the chase after the thief, and thus explained his presence at their conference. The quadrupeds listened very attentively to the recital of Obeng's troubles. At the conclusion, they unanimously agreed that the antelope was the culprit and the man blameless. The former was accordingly sentenced to punishment, while the latter received an apology in the name of their entire conference. King Leopard, it appeared, had each morning given antelope a large sum of money with which to purchase palm wine for the whole assembly. The antelope had stolen the wine and kept the money. To make up to Obeng for his losses, King Antelope offered him as a gift the power of understanding the conversation of all animals. This, said he, would speedily make Obeng a rich man, but he attached one condition to the gift. Obeng must never, on pain of instant death, tell anybody about his wonderful power. The poor man, much delighted, set off for home. When he got there, he lost no time in setting to work at his palm trees again. From that day, his trouble seemed over. His wine was never interfered with, and he and Awusi became more and more prosperous and very happy. One morning, while he was bathing in a pool quite close to his house, he heard a hen and her chickens talking together in his garden. He listened and distinctly heard a chicken tell mother hen about three jars of gold buried in Obeng's garden. The hen bade the chicken to be careful, lest her master should see her scraping near the gold and discover it. Obeng pretended to take no notice of what they were saying and went away. When mother hen and her brood had gone, he came back and commenced digging in that part of the garden. To his great joy, he soon found three large jars of gold. They contained enough money to keep him in comfort all his life. He was careful, however, not to mention his treasure to anyone but his wife. He hid it safely inside his house. Soon, he and Aosi had become one of the richest couples in the neighborhood and owned quite a large amount of property. Obeng thought he could afford now to keep a second wife, so he married again. Unfortunately, the new wife was nothing like Aosi. The latter had always been a good, kind, honest woman. The new wife was of a very jealous and selfish disposition. In addition to this, she was crippled and continually imagined that people were making fun of her defects. She took the idea into her head that Obeng and Awusi, when together, were in the habit of laughing at her. Nothing was further from their thoughts, but she refused to believe so. Whenever she saw them together, she would stay and listen outside the door to hear what they were saying. Of course, she never succeeded in hearing anything about herself. At last, one evening, 
Obeng and Aosi had gone to bed. The latter was fast asleep when Obeng had a conversation which amused him very much. A couple of mice in one corner of the room were arranging to go to the ladder to get some food, as soon as their master, who was watching them, was asleep. Obeng, thinking this was a good joke, laughed outright. His crippled wife heard him and rushed into the room. She thereupon accused him of making fun of her again to Aosi. The astonished husband of course denied this, but to no purpose. The jealous woman insisted that if he were laughing at an innocent joke, he would at once tell it to her. This Oben could not do without breaking his promise to King Leopard. His refusal fully confirmed the woman's suspicions, and she did not rest until she had laid the whole matter before the chief. He, being an intimate friend of Obeng, tried to persuade him to reveal the joke and set the matter at rest. Obeng naturally was most unwilling to do anything of the sort. The persistent woman gave the chief no peace till he summoned her husband to answer her charge before the assembly. Finding no way of escape from this difficulty, Obeng prepared for death. He first called all his friends and relatives to a great feast and bade them farewell. Then he put his affairs in order, bequeathed all his gold to the faithful Aosi and his property to his son and servants. When he had finished, he went to the assembly place where the people of the neighborhood were gathered together. He first took leave of the chief and then commenced his tale. He related the story of his many misfortunes, of his adventure with the antelope, and of his promise to King Leopard. Finally, he explained the cause of his laughter, which had annoyed his wife. In so speaking, he fell dead, as the leopard had warned him. He was buried amid great mourning, for everyone had liked and respected him. The jealous woman who had caused her husband's death was seized and burnt as a witch. Her ashes were then scattered to the four winds of heaven, and it owes to this unfortunate fact that jealousy and selfishness are so widespread through the world, where before they scarcely existed. Thank you so much for listening to today's story. As usual, please do not forget to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and any other platforms that you do listen on. Please, please, please take a moment of your time, go on there and leave a review as this definitely helps the podcast to grow. If there are any stories you would like to listen to, please send me an email at storiesmothertold at gmail.com or on Instagram at storiesmothertold. Do not forget to share the podcast with a friend and subscribe so you do not miss an episode. For all your black history needs, check out tontimo.com, T-U-N-T-I-M-O.com. And if you enjoy scary stories and you want to know more about the scary sides of African folklore, check out the podcast African Horror Stories. Until next week, see ya!